Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. We're so excited that you guys have joined us today because we have a topic that is very near and dear to our hearts as women in the world today. And that is why you can't do it all. So stop trying though. Tiffany, is this one of your favorite things to talk about? It's my favorite. It's like my (laughs) absolute favorite because I just feel like in our world today, we want to do it all. We want to have it all. We scroll at night when our hair is in a top knot mm-hmm. and we're wearing our sweatpants from college and no bra. And we're just mm-hmm. thinking, look at all these women who are accomplishing and doing so much. And, and looking so good while they do it. And looking so good while they do it. <laughs> and this is not about comparison today, but this, no. does, this does have a part to play because we think, look at all they do. They're a size two. They work out at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And they're just a boss. And they just have it all and do it all. And why can't I do that? And I think, um, and of course we live in a culture of go faster, harder, stronger, um, hustle till you drop in the grave. And I don't think that's the way of Jesus. I don't think that's really, really going to serve our hearts in the long run. I agree with that. And I was thinking, like, it doesn't matter if you're in the church or not in the church or whatever your faith is. Women feel this pressure at home, feel this pressure at work, feel this pressure in their churches, feel this pressure in their circles, whether they are young adults or their moms or whatever it is. This type of pressure for us to have it all, do it all, be it all is around us no matter where we go. And it is something that we have to talk about consistently because we cannot keep bowing to this pressure or we're going to die. (laughs) I love that. painful death. Yes, I love that you said bowing to this pressure. It really can become an idol, truly. It can become the thing we worship. If I don't do this and this and this and this and this and everything on my plate that I think I should get done in a day, I'm a failure. Yep. You know, we we end our day thinking, I I really do. uh, The reason I love talking about it so much is because it's such a struggle for me. Um, I I, I tell my husband at night, I'm like, oh, I didn't get this and this and this done. I just, I just can't do it. Like I cannot, why can't I get all this done a day? He's like, first of all, woman, you, it takes way longer to do one thing than you really realize. Yes. <laughs> and second of all, no human would try to fit that much in 24 hours, let right. alone the 12 hours they are awake. So right. I think there's just, um, a reality check that we can all have. And, and I, just as you said, Ashley, we need it maybe, you know, once a month, quarterly, annually, mm-hmm. it needs to happen because we do fall prey to um, watching everyone and thinking they're doing it all, but the truth is they aren't. Correct. They aren't. So, what do you think? Um, what do you think? Really, foundationally, we need to have in mind when we need to understand that we can't do it all. Well, I think foundationally we have to have in mind like what are the important things in my life? What do I really value? Who do I want to become more than what am I getting done? What is everybody saying I should get done? What are the standards that are put over my head, whether I put them there or whether society around me has put them there? But really, truly coming back to what are my values? What do I really care about and who am I becoming? I think has to be the foundation. Like who am I being versus who am I doing? <laughs> you know? mm, girl, like, please keep human going. Beings, right? We are not human doings. Like right. we are human beings. Right. And also sometimes I wonder like 
where did this come from? I mean, is this an age old woman thing? Is this an age old human thing? Like, what is this thing in us that feels like we constantly need the wheel spinning and we constantly need to be moving? And I don't even think it's a 2018 thing. It feels like something that women in the 50s were dealing with. And yeah. women, you know, when when they didn't have proper plumbing, were dealing with this issue. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it's been, it's an age old thing that sits in us that we are never enough. We'll never do enough. We'll never be enough. Right. And I hate that. And I think um, to the extreme of that, we we feel lazy or mm. slothful <laughs> Mm. If we take a break, like, oh, no, I have to keep doing this or else I'm just a lazy bum. Like, mm. I, I'm just, who am I? What am I doing? And I think, I mean, if we really want to open a can of worms here, I think sometimes we keep going and going and try to do it all because we just want to to keep our junk buried and we don't want to be alone with ourselves and we don't want to have to deal with some things. Therefore, if we achieve... If we keep working, then we're worthy. We're worthy. Yeah. We we deserve all the good things we have, um, and we don't have to uh, feel like oh, I'm such a failure at life, or I'm lazy, or uh, I, if I just keep going, if I just keep working, then I'm worthy because of my accomplishments. How true is that? And then we also can feel like we are worthy in the sight of other people, like meaning we've earned their approval, we've earned their um, capacity to say that we did great that we are great oh wow look at how much she's doing look at how busy she is and so sometimes it can feel like other people are the reason we're doing what we're doing um joyce meyer would always say that we try to please people that we don't even like <laughs> or That's that we don't even know and it is the absolute truth it's like who am i really pleasing and why do i even care what yeah. they think about me <laughs> and you know what the hard thing is I would say for um, our working women listening today and if you work for mm. a boss who's just the demands are ridiculous and you're like this is not what I signed up for yeah um, y- you you have this uh, internal understanding that if I disappoint this person he or she then um, I'm in trouble like yeah. this this means I'm not gonna get for promotion this means that I'm not gonna get the responsibilities or tasks that I would enjoy in the future and I think that there's I, I was I once worked in a workplace where if you did not answer that phone on the first ring or you were available I'm honest honest to God saying 24 7 you would not be in the room when when you wanted to you would not be in those important meetings you wouldn't have a place at the table so we would work till we you know our fingers are bleeding just yeah. to uh be able to please this person and it it turned into this like i gotta do it all just to keep this person happy mm. with me it, it was just it was a vicious cycle really right. um and but but even then just as ashley said in the beginning we have to go back do we value this is this a person we want to work for is this a place we want to be and and sometimes i get it we can't choose those things i totally get it but of what we can choose, of what is in our control, how can we live a life that values what we what really matters to us, right. not just running ragged for running ragged sake? Yeah. And Tiffany, when you went through that season, what did you discover behind that? Like when you really pulled back the veil and, and sat with yourself, what was the root of some of the reasons that you would stay in a situation like that? 
I mean, j- j- speaking real honestly right now, uh, you got to pay those bills, Ashley. Yep. You got to pay those bills. Yes, so I'd say, um, obviously, finances are a factor. Um, I was the breadwinner um, in our home at that time. So I knew that. Uh, and, and, and honestly, I loved my work. So there was a part of that. of was like, I loved what I did. Yep. But the pace was unsustainable. Yeah. Um, and then when I realized that, like, okay, this isn't going to work any longer, it was just, again, going back to my values, I would rather be doing X than whatever I'm doing over here right now. I'd rather be doing Y or Z than whatever I'd be willing to do. And so the, the I, I was willing to walk the plank and jump off the boat mm-hmm. um, when I realized this. I, I, I can't do all of this. Mm-hmm. I can't. And you know what? I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do all of this. I'm going to stop because I know there is something better. Yes. I think that's one of the reasons we have to understand that we can't do it all is because we weren't built to. Come on. We were built to do something well. Yes. We each have the capacity within us with our gifts and our passions to do something well. And chances are we can't do all of it well. And you right. know what? I think um, I think we look at Joanna Gaines or Oprah or Beyonce. Those are just my three favorites. So I yeah. think those are worth naming. <laughs> um, I love all those queens. Um, I think we think like, oh my gosh, look at all they're doing. Bull honky. They have a team of people Correct. helping them do what they do. And guess what they do? They do what only what they can do. Create yes. and, and, and really visioneer. Uh, thank you, Andy Stanley, for that term that I've used for the past 20 years. We visioneer uh, what only we desire and what is really coming out of our creative place. And so I think that we have to remember... Um, we, it is so freeing to understand that you can't do it all. And yeah. you know what? Let's take that down to a really simple way as well. I, I know that was a lot of uh, theory mm-hmm. um, and philosophy, but even just like you can't do it all. You know what, girl? If you want to save up 30 bucks and hire someone to clean your toilets and your bathtub once a month, you know what? If you don't have the margin to do that, go ahead and save up your Uber Eats money and yeah. hire somebody to clean your bathroom and toilet. I mean, I'm just talking simple stuff. If, even, the, even the small stuff, if you can't do it all. Finding ways to ask for help. I agree with that. And I think like this is such a good personal reflection for me because I've never, even in my workplace or in my life, have never had help. You know, I have never had an assistant in my life. I've never had a nanny who helps me take care of my kids. Like we have never, um, my mom does help us and that's amazing. She's such a super woman and we have her several days a week, which helps Mm. us financially to be able to do some of the things that we're doing. But at the same time, we don't have a housekeeper. We don't have the margin to do any of those things. And so I think if you're, if you're like me and you're like, yes, Oprah's team, I want that. I would love someone to do my (laughs) hair and my makeup. And I also need an assistant to help me schedule my things. Some practical tips that have really helped me as a person who's been a full-time working mom as long as I can remember. And prior to being a mother, full-time worker since I was a teenager um, and never having any help. No one schedules my meetings. No one answers my emails. No one makes calls for me. Like we don't do any of that in our household. And so if that's you as well, and you're trying to figure out how am I going to do all of this? The simple answer is you're not. And I think you have to figure out what is it that you are okay with getting rid of. And for us, it's like, yes, I would love my house to be spotless. It would be so awesome if someone could take a toothbrush to the grout, but that is never, (laughs) ever going to happen. And so I think even as an anal crazy woman, like I used to be very much type A personality, I've had to let go of a lot of things. Like, okay, my house is not going to be spotless. And you know what, when people come over, 
I used to want to host them and set the plates really pretty and make everything all beautiful. Now I'm like, great, we're ordering some food. What would you like? (laughs) (laughs) So I think if you're, if you're figuring out how to do it all, you just have to decide like, great, I do want this really thriving career. And that's going to come at the expense of something or I want, correct. It's going to come at the expense of laundry. (laughs) Like something has to give, you know, if you want to have a thriving marriage, well, maybe you have to let a few things roll off your back or you're going to have to put your kids down earlier. So you and your husband can have a couple of hours together Mm -hmm. at nighttime. If you want to have a great relationship and connection with your children, that means that you can't pick up the Legos every five seconds. You're going to have to just let them play so that you can connect with them more than you're like bossing them around and making them clean stuff. Yes. (laughs) So I think we each have to figure out what is our threshold for different things and then let that go. And you might not be like me. You might want a clean house and that actually helps you keep order and function. Wonderful. Do those things, but everybody figure out what it is that you can do exactly like Tiffany already said. And what are the things that you're just not going to do so that you can build a life that you love? Absolutely. Um, I think also just remembering there's only 24 hours in a day. There's 24 hours and hopefully you're sleeping for eight of those ish. Okay. Six to eight, five and a half to eight. You're sleeping four and a half to eight of those. And so what of the time you do have, um, just as, just as Ashley said in the beginning, making it count, what's going to matter in five years, what's Mm going to matter in 10 years, Mm -hmm. um, is, is, does that matter right now? Um, just like Ashley said, for me, I thrive in a clean environment. So that is something I'm like, okay, I just want to run the Black and Decker over, you know, Black and Decker <laughs> vacuum over. Black and Decker, if you would like to compensate us for mentioning you, I completely <laughs> understand. Um, sponsored. Running, yes. Uh, <laughs> hashtag not sponsored. Um, run, <laughs> running over, um, you know, the rice and the Cheerios. Like, that keeps me sane. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of things, just as Ashley mentioned, that I don't do. A ton that I don't do. Um, in fact, I, uh, in addition to podcasting and, and writing, and um, as, you, as you heard earlier in um, episode one, I lead a women's ministry and, and a, a gal asked me, they're like, Oh, how do you do all this? I'm like, Oh, my family and this, that's all I do. That's yeah. all I do. I don't add things to the plate. Yeah. There's a few things on the plate and I'm committed to doing those. Well, it's good. Committing to do a few things. Well, and I mean, when I say that I clean my house, I didn't say I did it. Well, I just said I did it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> things are picked up. <laughs> things are picked up. Did I say things were mopped? I did not. I did not confess that to you. (laughs) So Tiffany, when you are in a different season of life, because now you have, you're living out your dream. Like you are living out the things that you really want in your life from your family, to your workplace, to your friendships, to the city that you live in. How did you endure those seasons where you're like, this is not the life that I want for myself? Like maybe we could each talk about how we endure while we're building the life we want. Yeah. (laughs) Um, In that moment of thinking, I I, I can't do all of this, but I know the life I want. I think honestly, you have to step back and see uh, where's the reward here? What is this building in me? Is this building long suffering, patience, Mm -hmm. peace, endurance, a steadfast spirit? Because those are useful. Because we, we can have all these good things we want in the future. We can have all these amazing things. But we won't be the woman who can actually handle those and enjoy those to the fullest if we don't if we aren't prepared to do so. Yeah. So in this in the season if you're in right now, it's like this isn't exactly where I wanna be. This is very much a stepping stone. This I, I came to pass, I didn't came to camp, you know. Right. It's um, good. <laughs> then understanding what am I gonna take from this season? What am I choosing to enjoy? Because 
Yeah. Life's life's a crapshoot if you don't enjoy each season. You gotta find the yep. joy in it. You got you know even if it's grueling. In the time that I was working, um, in that very demanding work environment, um, and again I, I didn't didn't feel um, uh, c- complete peace about my situation, but I knew that it was purposeful. I knew yeah. that it was building something in me. I knew that at the time it provided for my family. But with all of that said, I had a clear roadmap to how I would get to where I would want to go. And honestly, it meant stopping a lot of things along the way. So it meant giving up various things to make room for what I wanted to do eventually. Um, um, if you aspire to be a writer or if you are a writer, for most of us, writing don't pay no bills. Right. Um, Correct. Writing is a, is, a, <laughs> is a labor of love. It's because you believe ah, that your words matter and that they can... Um, that they can bless and encourage and challenge the reader um, and meet a felt need that that reader uh, is struggling with. So with that said, knowing that that was my goal, that, uh, my, my big long-term goal, I knew that I'd have to give up some of these things that um, maybe uh, in the moment they felt like, okay, these got to get done now, these different projects that I'm working on or uh, commitments that I had. But long-term, when am I going to start to pick those off to make room for uh, what I really want, even though that thing doesn't have a immediate payoff, maybe as my projects would in the past. Um, that's kind of a long game on the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and truly the, the, the gift is getting it out of, you know, your system and being able to bless and meet the needs of your reader. Um, so I think having a long game and having a plan plotted out in addition to understanding that there is grace for the pace of that current season yeah. uh, that I was in back then. So truly seeing the beauty and what that built. And I'll also say this, there, you know, looking back um, when I did step away from full-time work to pursue writing full-time, we went into a season of definitely living on considerably less than that we had before um, and very much like, okay, the bills are my new boss right now. Mm. <laughs> um and even in that time, I look back and I just feel like, um, honestly, uh, it was such a gift. It was such a gift because it it really, really made me question my values. Is this really I what like I'm? Ma- is this really what matters? It is. Okay, let's endure. Let's yeah. let's figure this out. It's do we we good. could do? Should we just go get a job somewhere else, or should we just go do something? No, no. This is what we really want. Let's let's the dawn will come. Let's wrestle through this night, however long it takes, and trust that spring is on its way. Yeah. Um, so even in that time when the dream felt barren, I think understanding, nope, I stopped all of these things. I don't want to have all those things. I want this one thing. I want this one thing, which is a healthy family and uh, this dream of being able to rifle time and speak in podcasts and some of these other things that have come to pass. So yeah. I think... Um, the cost is large to give it up, isn't it? it, yes, it, it is. What we're asking, what we're asking of you, listener, isn't to just, oh, this isn't like, oh, get, you know, stop trying to think you can do it all. And it's more than giving up a clean house and giving up, um, you know, being able to do it all and appear like you have it all together. It's more than that. We're asking you to pick the things that matter to you in 10, 20, yeah. 30, 40, 50 years that are going to be remembered of you. That is going to be what you leave with the world after you're gone is those memories and those stories and those triumphs and those victories that you shared with other people and the way you love people and the way you pursued your passions and dreams. Um, I think it, I think it matters. I think it's what we pass the next generation. 
Um, and I know this, 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 uh, this simple title of why you can't do it all, but truly because, again, as Ashley said, we, there's so many things you could do. And for a lot of you, there's yeah. so many things you could do well. Yes. There's so many things you could do well. But what, what makes you get up in the morning? Mm-hmm. What gets you excited? Mm-hmm. What gets you like, oh, I am born for this. Yes. I love that. And I think, too, another way to endure in those seasons of life, and I'm, frankly, I'm sure we'll have them again, but is focusing on the relationships that are in your life. Because I know for me, being able to lean into my friendships, being able to lean into reciprocal relationships where I know that people love me, they care about me, they will tell me the truth, they are mm-hmm. honest with me, I am honest with them, I can mm-hmm. show up for them too, they let me in as well. Um, they're reciprocal. Those are the relationships that carry me through those seasons and taught me what my values are and reminded me what my values are. So when it got really tough, it's like you're enduring because of the goal ahead. You are enduring yes. because of what you love. Wait a minute. You still need to keep writing. You still need to keep speaking. You still need to do these things because this is actually how you are wired. It's what you're built for. And I think relationships, if you can cultivate those in those difficult seasons where you might be working for a boss and or you're living in an unsustainable way, but you know you need to endure because it's going to come out the other side as something good for your life. It will have produced something good in you and through you. When you're enduring those seasons, relationships will really help you, building friends who will be there. And and those relationships stand the test of time. You know, it's like when it's all said and done, they're still with you. They're still on the journey with you. They remind you of like, look at all that God has done in your life. Like, look where you came from. Look how he removed you from that situation and put you inside your dream. You know, friends are there to remind you. People are there to remind you, whether it's mentors or it's a close family friend or it's an actual friend that you've just journeyed with for a long time or a new friend who's had the the capacity to see you before you were, I mean, after you were a hot mess. You know, those friends are <laughs> great. Like, man, if you knew me when, <laughs> you may not be friends with me. I was crazy. <laughs> but I think focusing on friendships is another way to endure the season that you're in. Absolutely. And just as you said, when they're in the trenches with you, yes. that's so precious and sacred and such a beautiful yes, bond is. that's made. But then also when you're on the mountaintop and you're celebrating the victory, like to be able to share that with someone you care yeah. for, to be able to to be able to share that with someone who loves you and knows you and has known the journey. Well yes. said, Ashley. Totally. Absolutely. Um, also, they're the ones to remind you, like, stop acting like you can do it all. Like, they can straight stop, up. Just, yes. Yeah. They can give it to you straight when you're when you're thinking like, no, I don't know, man. They'll they'll remind you, remind you of the goal ahead. They'll remind you that, no, you can't do all of this. And you yes. should go ahead and stop. Yes. Because. Because fill in the blank, you know, they'll, they'll be there for those moments. I've had people in my life uh, in those moments and I wouldn't trade it for the world and no. being able to be that voice in another's life. And if you're saying to yourself right now, I don't have people like that. Yeah. Um, think of before we, you know, sometimes we feel like we need to go looking for the next best friend. Like, oh, these friends, that, that's not meeting a need. I don't feel seen, known, heard, loved, accepted, respected. Think of the ones who are already in your world. Is, is, is there someone you could invite into a deeper level of understanding and intimacy uh, in your friendship? Is there somebody that you've already journeyed with on, on maybe a lighter level, but somebody that you could go deeper with that you see a like-minded um, love and, and values um, who could really, who you could really share that with and yeah. really uh, share your journey with? It's, it's, life is so much better when you're not going alone. It is the truth. And I, 
I have to say as well that I do not regret stopping trying to do it all and trying to be it all. And like, I don't have one regret about that. Like I love living my life, not pleasing people, not doing too much, you know, and when I catch myself doing it, it's very easy or easier, I should say, very easy is too strong, but easier for me to put it all down, you know, because I just don't want that pressure in my life anymore. No regrets. No regrets. I completely agree. I think what we want most in this life is found in rest and sticking to our values, not yeah. in busyness, not yes. in hustle. Uh, and hustle is a good thing. I don't mean yeah. that in a, in a negative uh, way. But I think what you really want, dear friend who's listening right now, isn't going to come when you do it all. It's going to come when you do just a few things. Come and on. And you do them well. And you stick to them. And you love them. Yes. Any last words, Ashley, for the good people on the no other end? No last words for me. I think we've mm. said it all, sister. I think we've said it all. <laughs> all right. Until next week, bye-bye. Bye. Hey, listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit tiffanybloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.